or this is the type of things that Jesus would say probably over and over again as a traveling preacher. If you've ever heard a traveling preacher like a Jeff Walling or somebody, you've probably heard the same sermon more than once because they tend to repeat things. Uh, but they're pretty good. Um, so nothing, I'm not throwing shade there. Um, and see, we're and we're fine to throw shade when see, shade uh, needs to be thrown. Use the lingo? Yeah, I can use the lingo. Yeah, use the lingo. So throw shade. Um, so, what we're going to talk about this morning are what are called the Beatitudes, famously. So, these are the sayings of Jesus saying, Blessed are the, blessed are the, blessed are the. Um, so, what I would like for us to think about, and I think this is, that Matthew has put these at the beginning of this sermon, because it leads into what's going to be unpacked later. So, this is a good introduction to the entire sermon. And what I'd like for you guys to talk with each other about, and so we'll read the text, and I'd like for you guys to talk and think about what what would a group of people that that embody these Beatitudes look like? So what kind of community is Jesus trying to create uh, based on what who he says are blessed? Uh, it would imply that the opposite of these would be I mean, the exact opposite of blessing is cursing, but that has a different connotation, but it would be more of a, uh, what's a good word for to be cursed versus blessed? So, condemned. Condemned or just things that do not bring life. So you're kind of, uh, yeah, you're condemned. Condemned. Damned. Yeah. 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 Well, right. I'm not sure. It may not be. It may just be. Out of <laughs> okay. Out of okay. Yeah. So it's tough to translate this this bless. And you might have heard. Has anybody heard what people suggest are other ways to translate blessed are? That phrase. Now, we have a hashtag bless now, which really makes the word blessed. Not ideal. <laughs> Most people use hashtag black bless now as a um, as a joke. It's yeah. kind of not ideal. Yeah. It's satire. Am I right about that? Yes. Okay. So um, some people say, well, maybe it means happy. But when you use the phrase happy in our culture, that implies um, a psychological feeling of happiness. I don't think that's exact, that's not what. Jesus is going for here. He's saying these these are the types of people that God gives preference to. Something like that. So um, click through here and we'll just get the question up. So I do think, you know, I used to read these as, as different types of people, but I think what what Jesus is saying here is this is the this is a description of the group of people that he's gathering around. So there are various descriptions of one group of people. Um, and so as we read this, um, I want you guys to talk among yourselves as to what do the disciples of Jesus describe? What would that community look like if we follow these lessons? Okay, so this is Matthew chapter 5, verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. 
Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So, take some time uh, to talk among yourselves, and then we'll gather together with uh, thoughts about what would a community of people that embody these particular traits, uh, what would that look like? Okay? Questions? All right. Take a few minutes to talk amongst yourselves. Skip that slide and go to the next one. We'll come back to this, but I want to I want to get your opinions on. Been in there twice. <laughs> yes. Okay. Shoo! <laughs> That's a lot of food. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there there's a passage in Luke that has a lot of similarities to the Sermon on the Mount. And Luke's gospel is called the Sermon on the Plain. P L A-I-N. Um, of course. Uh, uh, so, uh, I like snakes on a plane. Uh, uh, and like I said, Jesus, itinerant preacher, probably said these things more than once. But what do you see? So Matthew says, Blessed are, these are two in particular that, that are parallel. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for those who have Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Luke just says, Blessed are you who are poor. Blessed are you who are hungry. Yeah, full stop. Full stop, not poor righteousness, <coughs> hungry, not poor in spirit, but just poor. What, um, take a few minutes to talk with people around you about what you do with that difference. And, and what does this mean for our interpretation of Matthew's poor in spirit um, versus Luke's poor? So... Process that some amongst yourselves, and we'll share. Yes. Uh, 
So that's why it makes more sense. That's why Luke's audience. They are like it's an audience. It's got it. Because like, how do they get that? Or did Matthew flood? Matthew noticed how hard this was. It's like. Yeah. I got some rich readers, man. I want to. Yeah, I that's what I'm saying. I want them to be in the yeah. this. But, you know, because this play, Matthew plays well in the church, I think. Yeah, for sure. We love the Matthew verse. Yeah. Luke, we're like, oh. Uh, okay, that's not for us. No, that's for <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep my money. It's <laughs> not like poverty is. This is why the Beatitudes are not. Necessarily things you seek to attain. Like you don't want to attain poverty. Right. That's not a virtue. But Luke says it is. He just says if you're poor, you're blessed. Yeah, we're broke. I would like to hear from Seven. What thoughts do you have on this? Any questions? How do we fit these together? What what is putting these together? What what does it mean? What significance it have? What does it change? We talked about that Matthew and Luke were kind of written for different audiences, if we're thinking correctly. Maybe. So, probably. Yes. Matthew is potentially the Jews. Luke to the Gentiles. Luke's a Gentile. Yeah. So maybe that's why Luke's a little bit more simple language. And the Jews are kind of used to like going, listening to the Torah read and just being heard, I guess. Yeah. Okay. We were talking about maybe Matthew had a some rich, uh, more of a rich audience. Rich audience. <laughs> yeah, uh, more well. Matthew plays better in a rich church. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we like the Matthew version. Yeah. He got that. He got that Hill, Hill song deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else? About Luke. He said uh, there's fifty thousand in Matthew. <laughs> what else can we? Well, I was mentioning there are simple words that can have phrases that I've learned a long time ago, pregnant meanings. So, to, a, to an audience on a simple level, I can say, um, blessed are you are poor. And poor describes a character trait of lacking, not having, needing, perhaps wanting. Whereas Matthew spells out that pregnant level a lot more with the recording spirit. What I'm capturing with the report, even though Luke then goes to the to the opposite of that and says you're rich, yeah. means you don't need anything, you don't, which is the, the opposite characteristic of the So then I can take the next word. I can say, "Blessed are you, hunger." Um, just a real simple level. Hunger describes pains of desiring, uh, trying to satisfy that. Needing Matthew spells it out a little more. So there's words could be simply simple words that have to accredit meaning concepts yeah. that are actually they're embodied in them and spelled out more than that. Yeah. Yeah, why why are the poor blessed? I mean, what is it about being poor that brings blessing? Well, there's something about being hungry or receiving a loaf of bread that makes you thankful. Yeah. And you're like, you're going to say grace and thank God. You got food for it. Yeah. 
sometimes if I go in the kitchen and there's not much to eat, I just wait a couple hours, get more hungry, and I go back in and I'm like, oh, here's some mustard and a slice of bread and no yeah. and I can make that work. And you enjoy it. I mean, you enjoy it more because you're, you're hungry. And it tastes better. Hunger is the best cook. Um, there's something about poverty and being hungry that shows you your dependence more than you're not. That's what I was thinking. You need God. Yeah. You know you realize your need, and when you have, you don't realize your need. You put all your weight in yourself. Yeah. Uh, kind of what you said about the food thing, it uh, almost makes you more present in the moment. Because when you have all you need, you go to eat dinner and you're just gobbling the food down, not thinking about it. But if you really need the food, you're sitting there savoring every bite of it, like, wow, this is really amazing, God, thank you for this. And that's the prayer of blessing for the food, kind of, instead of just gobbling it down and not thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. In the Old Testament, when when God tells Israel all of these rules, He says, and if you do, it will go well for you. And what blessed looked like in the Old Testament was you will be well fed, and you will be rich, and you will have peace, and you will have you know a lot of children, and things are going to go good for you. And so I think that there was this tendency for the Israelites to equate their circumstances with um, how blessed they were being by God. And so I can imagine this group of people hearing Jesus say, "Blessed are you, poor." When you know the the heel of the Roman Empire is on your neck, or when you can't make ends meet, or uh, and you're asking yourself, what? Why am I not receiving God's blessings? Why haven't we heard from God? Is there something wrong with who we are fundamentally? Because they their whole theology at that point, I think, kind of yeah. top of something else. Yeah. I think that's right. That's, that's a good comment. Um, there are situations when you're poverty is not a result of your being a, a rule breaker, you know, not necessarily. So Jesus is kind of flipping that Deuteronomy passage of blessings and cursing on its head by saying, blessed are you when you are poor. Yeah. Does, does Luke's version make you think that we should read Matthew's version more like poor in spirit? I know I used to think of that just being, being humble poor in spirit and being humble or something. But do you think it has to be a both hand? It has to be blessed are those who are physically poor because that physical poverty results in usually a poverty of humility. Can we, does it have, I'm leaning toward where it has to be both even in that. Um, but, I mean, that's a difficult question to, to answer. Um, and that's a, that gets back to, are the Beatitudes things that we are supposed to try to emulate? And in this case, you know, in Luke's version, blessed are you poor, poverty is not a virtue. Poverty is not a virtue. It's not something that we're trying to attain, right? All right? Hope not. Um, poverty is a condition that Luke says God gives as a preference for people who are poor. And so we, to embody that, that means we have a preference for The word poor does not necessarily mean lack of money or lack of money. Um, is what I would say the Matthew is trying to tell us. Yeah. 
And it, through through the years, I've discovered that poor folks can be as greedy yeah. as belligerent, as nasty, as those who are yeah. middle class Americans. Yeah. And at the same time, there are middle class Americans that can be humble, kind, gentle, just like there are poor people. Yeah. So there's a spirit to we miss it if we don't catch the spirit behind the word that is the emphasis that Jesus has. Sure, there's lots of times that we can talk about this element of just the rich are in trouble. Yeah. You know, but there's also a deeper element to what is meant by that word for and that word And there are a few rich people who follow Jesus. Not many, but there are a few. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, well, we may get back to that next slide. Maybe next time we'll maybe get through some more of the Beatitudes and then go on to the next part of the sermon. Thank you very much for your participation today. Um, yeah, so before we before we get out of here, a uh, couple things. A, uh, make sure to get some donuts. If you have not, put your email address on there. I'm waiting that. I know they're waiting. <laughs> and um, so my challenge for you this week is, you know we're studying the Sermon on the Mount. You know we're doing this, these particular this chunk of scripture. So spend your week, and maybe it's just spending the week every morning or every evening reading through the Beatitudes, or maybe it's reading the whole thing. Like make that a part of your practice this week, and see what happens. Be prayerful about the reading. Enter into the reading, and when you're best suited to receive that reading, like don't read it if mornings are really bad for you or if evenings are really bad for you, read it at the time in which you're going to be able to receive what it is the Spirit is trying for you to receive in reading this particular text. So read through that this week and then we'll come back next week and we're going to keep trudging, uh, trudging on in the slogging, slogging <laughs> into this thing. But again, thanks for being here. Fill out the sheet. Meet someone because again, I'll say this often. This is why, this is like a great number of folks in here. I like this, because we're able to meet and interact with one another. That is why we do these classes, among other reasons, but this is why we do this, so we can be a little bit more intimate in our spaces and get to know one another, and that this is not just this random thing we all show up to and sing some songs and hear a sermon and go home. So meet people, interact with each other, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.